I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all, thanks for listening in again. I hope your week has been going well. Um, I am super congested. The flu has been going around, it seems like, forever, which is kind of weird because in the summer, you just don't feel like that should be a thing. Um, Maybe, you know, getting attacked by yellow jackets. Okay, but not the flu. Let's not do that thing. And also, poor, poor my boy. He's 13, and he, I mean, so what had happened was (laughs) my oldest boy was mowing the lawn, and my 13-year-old decided to go out there and start throwing muscadines at him. What a waste of muscadines, but you know how brothers are. And then, I guess the lawnmower, the vibrations got the yellow jackets in the ground, and they came out. Um, after my 13 year old who was trailing my oldest boy. So he got probably stung about seven times, um, yesterday, bless his little baby heart. And then he also had the flu. We've had the flu. It's been, it's been a hard week in that aspect. Um, but not as hard as it has been for some. I had a sweet friend who lost her son and it's always hard when there is loss of life, but especially Uh, It just seems like a gut punch when there's a child's life that is gone. And um, anyways, my heart hurts for them. And so if y'all would lift them up in prayer, uh, you don't have to know them. You don't have to necessarily know their names. Just just pray for them uh, because I can't imagine walking through something like that. And I know God is always with us uh, and he is the one that will comfort us. uh, But if you'll pray for them too. Um, so anyways, that's really been on my heart this week. And so I have not much prepared anything for this episode. Um, just been kind of a hard week all around. Um, also I cannot really hear that well, (laughs) to be honest. So this audio could be like crazy wonky. Um, but I figured what I would share in this episode is just kind of what we've been doing for the past couple months at our church, we've kind of had a different summer series with our Sunday schools. And so we've kind of taken turns with uh, teaching the Sunday school lessons. And they've been based on, for the women anyway, they've been based on this Bible study book called Blueprint, the Creator's Design for Woman. And it's a mentorship Bible study based on Titus. So I'll link to that Bible study book. I think you can get it for 1850. I don't think you can get it on Amazon, so I'll link exactly where you can buy it. Uh, but it is a really interesting Bible study. And I think it's always important that if you, well, let's just say, I think it's very, the most important thing is if you're going to spend your time doing anything, it should just be you reading the Bible and praying. You can read other people's thoughts and commentaries all day long. That's not really going to help you know who Christ is as well um, as it would if you just read the word of God and have your own relationship and your own um, hearing from the word of God. But I do like this Bible study because there's also a lot of other Bible studies who might have more commentary than it does actual scriptures to study. So it's not really, you know, a study of the Bible. It's just more like, hey, let's hear what this lady has to say and what her opinion is. Um, This Bible study really does use the word of God and use different women in the Bible to show the different attributes of uh, what we need to 
have uh, from the book of Titus. So I'm just going to kind of go through really just what the book says uh, here and there, like not a whole lot of it, but just for you to kind of get an idea. And again, I think it's something just if you're a woman, whether you're married or not, um, you can apply this to your life. I think it is really beneficial. So there's eight weeks in it, um, at least that we went through anyway. And so the first week is on how to be sober. And it's a study of Abigail from first Samuel 25. And so the key thought from that book, it says a spirit controlled mind is essential to a victorious walk with the Lord. The foundation for soberness is the word of God. God communicates to us through his word. Therefore, it is to take priority over anything else we might choose as the basis for our opinions, feelings, and actions. Um, and so all the attributes that it mentions, and I'll read a different um, part from the book, but everything that we do should all start from a sober mind. And so it's a spirit controlled mind. So if your mind isn't controlled by the spirit, you're not going to have any characteristics or attributes of God because your mind's going to be controlled in the flesh. And then, you know, that's going to produce the works of the flesh and the characteristics of the flesh and all these things. So it's a really good um, place to start and a study in that. And then week two, it's to love their husbands. And that's a study on Priscilla in Romans 16. And the key thought is we are able to love because we are loved by God. This love causes us to respond lovingly to our husband and to others. Having a spirit-controlled mind and renewing our mind with God's thoughts will help us grow in our understanding of what it means to truly love our spouse. Then week three, it says to love your children. That's the study in Hannah and First Samuel. It says uh, the key thought is God has given us the responsibility of passing on his word to future generations through our physical and spiritual children. A loving mother goes to the Bible for her instructions, lays a biblical foundation, builds character in her children, maintains a proper focus, even in times of adversity, has a biblical focus and fruit from her labor. And obviously it's way more detailed than what I'm saying right here. I'm not obviously going through the whole book, um, but it's really good, I think, to take these uh, stories and to really be self-reflective. Um, and this Bible study does a good job to break that down um, and to provide ways to kind of lead and guide you to see what you're doing in your own personal life. And if you are living according to the Bible, if there's, you know, room for you to grow, obviously there's room for all of us to grow. Week four, to be discreet. Oh my gosh, I feel like that is a big one um, for all of us women. And that is a study in Esther. The key thought, discretion is the evidence of the work of the Holy Spirit in a woman's life as she yields her words, attitudes, and actions to his control this is born of an understanding mind, which comes from the word of God. Um, week five, to be chaste, the book of Ruth. Key thought to be chaste is to be separated from sin and set apart or consecrated for God's purpose. In order to avoid immorality, a chaste woman will turn to God's word for her instruction in living a pure and holy life. And then week six, keepers at home. That's the study of woman of Shunem. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's Second Kings uh, chapter four. Starting out, and the key thought is a woman's home and family are her highest priorities after her relationship with God. As a keeper at home, she will seek to use her home for God's honor and glory. A keeper at home orders her priorities, is a watchman, is a wise builder. And then week seven is uh, the tribute of good, and that's the study of Tabitha, Acts 9. 
Key thought, the Lord produces his fruit of goodness in us when we are yielded to him. The Lord is good, dresses us with his goodness, exhorts us to good works, teaches the way to good works, deserves our praise. And the little part from the book that um, I did want to mention, it says... We see how God, in his wisdom, perfectly ordered the attributes listed in Titus 2, 3-5. The first attribute, sober, is the foundation upon which all the other attributes are built. Women need to give God control of their minds before they can love their husbands and love their children as he intended. Soberness is necessary when developing the qualities of discreet and chaste. Discretion is produced by yielding control of our words, attitudes, and actions to God. The results in a chaste lifestyle as we separate ourselves from sin so that we might be set apart for God's purposes. With a clean heart and a sober mind, we can embrace God's role for us keepers at home. End quote. And it continues um, in that chapter. But I just thought that is just a really good um, thing to take note of is a lot of times we see a list of things that we need to do and from the Bible and then immediately our flesh wants to go ahead and get a handle on it. We're like, okay, I got this. I got a checklist. I'm going to do it. And then really when you're looking at it, um, it's nothing that your flesh can do. And so it all starts with having your mind given over to God, having a spirit controlled mind. Your mind can't be controlled by the spirit if you don't uh, know what God wants from you and um, and how to allow God to have that control over you. You need to be in his word and you need to be in prayer and you need to live a submissive life to the Lord so that he is able to do those things and your flesh doesn't try to decide to be um, the authority even when it's trying to do the good things of the Lord, if that makes sense. Um, and then the last week, and this is kind of a hard chapter, right? Um, but anything I think the Bible talks about, it sounds completely upside down to the world. Uh, but really, it's the world that's upside down. This is what God intended. So week eight is obedient to their own husbands. And that study is on Sarah in uh, the book of Genesis. The key thought is a woman with a submissive heart realizes that God wants her obedience more than he wants her sacrifices. An obedient woman understands God's protective authority structure, focuses on developing a submissive heart, is known for her submissive lifestyle. So I would encourage you to get this Bible study. It's probably an easy enough Bible study to do on your own. You can always pair up or start your own Bible study. If you wanted to, I always just think, man, anything outside of church, unless it's like to reach other people who aren't saved or aren't in a right relationship with the Lord just kind of adds more to your plate, you know. Um, I always say, have your Bible study with your church if you're going to do it in a group um, when it takes time out for your day. But have your own personal time with the Lord. Have your own, you know, further reading on your own. But that way you can kind of reserve your extra time that you have that is not uh, gathered with your fellow believers to reach out to people who um, are lost or aren't right with the Lord. Like, I just don't think we need 800 other Bible studies uh, to support more Christian women. Like, we, we just have enough as it is. Honestly, is that unpopular opinion right there? Uh, get at me if you want. <laughs> we could talk about that. Uh, so really, this, this episode isn't so much a book review. Uh, it is kind of a commercial for this book. Uh, I would, if I'm going to review it, I would say it is very good. I have not done the whole thing. We just kind of talked through it and, um, and, and studied a lot of it. And uh, I think it's really beneficial. Obviously, it's rooted from the Bible. And so 
just studying the book of Titus is good in Titus 2 and this just kind of helps break it apart and then also add other parts into the Bible of what women in the Bible show these um, attributes and characteristics that Titus 2 does talk about. So um, like I said, I will link the book in the show notes. And if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Walk with Jesus Podcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Mm-hmm.